Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, Bouncy Ball. How you doing? Bouncy Ball, love that. Well, that's what it says, Bouncy yeah, Ball. <laughs> I like how that sounds. What's going on, Miguel, Angel, Kings, and... It's puede. Well, babe, you're gonna have to read this in Spanish. Yeah, you, you gotta handle that one. Okay. Which one? Miguel. I can't read all. Miguel, Angel, Liking. It's puede. I got it right. What's up, Miguel? Hey, what's going on, Alex P? How y'all doing? How's everyone doing this morning or afternoon or evening, wherever you are? How, how's your day? I think we're doing good. What, what about you guys? I think we're doing a lot a lot better. Um, we woke up, so that's a good thing. Um, got ready. Took us took us a drive to get to the studio. For you, you just gotta walk out the room. <laughs> yeah, I just I just had to get my lazy ass out of bed. That's he just it. rolls over. He just rolls over. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. are you guys almost here? Yeah, I'll be in there in a second. No. By the way, Miguel, thank you for sending those links. Um that you sent to our page. We're going to take a look at that one. I haven't got it. Have you got a chance to look at it or? Uh, I, I, I skimmed through it. I'm probably going to take a look at it when um, I, it's on the list of things to do. If that's the Walmart shooter, uh, there's definitely been a lot of those. So I want to check out his backstory and see where it goes from there. Cause I do, I, I do know that was a, a little bit racially motivated. So that's going to make it pretty deep in itself. So. You know, most of the mass shooters, most of them, not all, but most of them have to be, like, racially motivated, too. Yeah. Yeah, or, or extreme or hatred extreme or hatred. political, you know, trying to make political statements and stuff like that, unfortunately. So. Anywho, what's up, the Cookie Smith? By the way, we got to stop by again and get some more cookies, man. got to order some cookies. Yeah, yeah, I swear man. to God, those were so, some of the best cookies I've ever had. The Grinding True Crimes cookie was my favorite. Yeah. I still can't eat it. That's the only one I didn't eat, man. Why? Because the I took a so picture, good. and, and I was like, I'm eating that. Yeah, that logo's dope. I ain't going to lie. That logo's dope. I don't know how long it took you to do that, but that logo is it's oh, definitely man. dope. And oh, we appreciate that one. I killed the other cookies, though. I mean, I was, sh I was sharing them with a, with a fam. I'm like, man, this is good <laughs> stuff, man. I swear to God. She said she's hiding from her girls, her girls, so she can listen. That's a loyal fan right there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, when you gotta hide your kids. Are you in a closet somewhere? <laughs> welcome, yeah. Gypsy, the Gypsy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome, uh, to Trika. If I said Trika. Oh, okay, sorry, I can't see. I don't know. Yeah, thank you. Welcome for listening in. Thank you for listening. We're gonna uh, hold on. Cookie Smith said, "Hello, guys. Hope you're having a good morning." Yes, we are. And we got we got an, another new case that we're gonna pop off later on today, so be on the lookout for that or tonight, something like that, depending. By the way, you guys can also call in. We're accepting calls if you want to call in. I know Gabby Gab is, yes. uh, in particular wants people from the UK to call in because she loves the British accent. Uh, but yes, you can call in. We accept calls. She wants to hear how you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> you were told you need work on your accent, I know, man. Todd. You made somebody cross. <laughs> yeah, I made him cross. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, what I was going to say. Also, if you guys have any suggestions, you can always type it in. 
and uh, write it down, and we can uh, talk about it right now as well. Welcome, uh, Brett Fulford. Fulford. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> read, read the comment. Okay, his name is Miguel Angel King. No, Miguel Angel King, si se puede. Si se yeah, puede. Si, si, si se puede. Okay, I know si se puede. There you go. Good day, y'all. Uh, let's read Bouncy Ball. Uh, I'm locked in my bedroom. The girls are watching TV with their dad, and for, and for about an hour, I'll be able to listen. Oh, well, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, uh, Miguel said, good day, y'all. Mrs. Gabby Gab, you're a Lat Latina. Read my right. username. Yes, all Spanish for Maddie and Tom. Okay. Yeah. Si se puede. Si se puede. Ball said England has accents for different areas. Really? Different accents. Yeah. Interesting. But, but one thing is universal. Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. <laughs> tea and crumpets. Yeah. You know what? We're going to have a tea and crumpets live one day. I know that one time when we got into all the food, I was like, hell yeah, man. You guys are coming with some <laughs> good looking food. We were Googling everything. Like, what's a, a mushy finish? And I'm like, oh, that, that mushy finish looks good. <laughs> I love the one where they don't pronounce the T's. Really? So, oh. huh. They took in the T out of the word. Oh, so yeah. How, really? So if you were to say that, how would you say at? Or ah, because <laughs> you can't say the T at the end. Ah. <laughs> What's going on, Angler Florletti? Try saying bottle of water without T. Okay, from now on, you pronounce all the ones that have any Latin, uh, Italian. I can't do it. <laughs> a, a bottle of water without T-S? Try saying bottle or with of water without T's. Bowl. <laughs> it sounds like butthole. <laughs> uh, I'll water. take a butthole of water. A bottle. bottle of water. Oh, wait, and I said the T. <laughs> water. water. No, I still say. Mm. I like the ones where they're like bottle. Hello oh. from Ontario, Ontario, Canada. Oh, Canada. Ooh, Canada in the house. Aye. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. How do they say A? Oh, yeah. They're we like... got family in Canada. Yes, my We got some good looking syrup, eh? Some, can some hockey, Some eh? maple syrup, eh? Yeah. They got, they got a good hockey team, I'll tell you that. Hey, they like bull testicles in Canada. Not every Canadian like bull testicles. I'm not saying every Canadian, but that's a thing. <laughs> Love you guys. We love you guys too. Seriously, we do. I really appreciate all yeah, the love. We That's do. For sure. We're actually we were in the process of setting up uh, something in the future for our uh, for our content. So yeah, uh, look out for that. We were uh, yes. We need to start getting paid so we can become bigger podcasts. Yeah. We need a studio to buy us so we could sell out. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Sonia. Welcome, W. Uh, I can't read. Really, I really can't. I wear glasses for a reason. This one is WSWPFTV. Okay. okay, okay. First, I'm gonna call you W. First off, speaking of which, What's okay, up? like Maddie Matt's always worn glasses, you since know, the third and, grade, and, and it's like, okay, hey, you know, I've been wearing glasses since the second grade. Yeah, but I'll I mean, <laughs> but here's the thing though, like I've known him for a while, and I've never asked, hey man, let me see your glasses real quick. Let me see how your eyesight was, dude. The last time he was over. <laughs> And he goes, he goes, man, he, I go, let me see your glasses real quick. I want to see how Buddy Holly I'll look with these glasses. And I put them on and I'm like, holy shit, you can't see. <laughs> like, only what? in one eye. 
I was like, damn, bro. It's they like, ain't that bad, it's, are It's like, you know, when you look in those little tubes and they have the rainbow things, it's like what in a circle. Jeff? You know what I mean? Like, was it that bad? It was that bad. <laughs> Good Lord. How the hell do you see? Well, I can see perfectly with my glasses. Those, you know how they say, don't wear anybody else's prescription glasses. It'll give you a headache. That's like over time. I instantly got a headache. <laughs> No, it'll really mess you up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you can, <laughs> You're you can screwed, see, Todd. <laughs> seriously, you can see how thick my glasses are before you even put them on. Like, seriously, yeah, they're, they're you, really thick. Like, my dad has, you know, obviously, you know, my, my, well, since we know, like, he lost his eyesight in his right eye. And so, like, I know his Damn prescription me. is so, so, uh, so strong. But I never thought yours was that strong because usually you don't bump into things. You don't, like, say, I can't see nothing. You're always, like, on. Like that's so I thought. Okay. He will drive without his glasses. Well, I got what? One. No, I got okay, one. Now that I know no, that. No, 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 seriously. No, no, my left glasses. eye is perfect. It's 2020 and beyond, but my right eye is the one where I have issues. And I can see up close in my right eye. I just can't see from far. Bye. Yeah. I'm not getting in the car with you without your glasses now. <laughs> I'll be like, buckle that seatbelt and put, <laughs> put your, your glasses, glasses on. on. You know what? Sometimes he's wearing his glasses and the lights are glaring so bad he has to take them off at night. And he actually does drive better without them. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. Because my left eye, is, uh, I use that eye. Oh. Yeah. She said, the uh, bouncy ball said, you you probably instantly <laughs> ruined your eyesight. Instantly. <laughs> yep. Instantly. Sonia says, can you start a fire oh. with them? <laughs> You know probably. what? You probably could, Sonya. I ain't gonna lie. That. I'm gonna try. You know what? Let the sun out and then put my glasses right there. Boof! Let's put those glasses to work on an anthill. Oh, that's, oh, that's jacked up. Sad. <laughs> Ants are hard workers. They are hard workers. <laughs> Do you know the ones in Memphis? Um, when I was there, they were so aggressive. Like, there's they had like three types, and I tried to use it because they were getting into the house. They were so aggressive. So it was like an anthill in our front yard, and I took hairspray. And and I and um I lit them on fire, and they scream. Really? Yeah. But then they got back at me because I'm like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start shoveling. I, I saw where they had their 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 anthill and the, and they're all their eggs, bro. Even when I put the shovel like barely to scoop, they were that fast up the shovel on my hands, biting me. Dang. And when I pull them off, their heads stayed in my skin. Ah. And they were injecting me with poison. And uh, an hour later. I couldn't move my fingers, and both hands looked like catcher's mitts. Are you serious? Yeah, I had to go to the doctors and get, like, anti You love to learn with pain. I do. <laughs> Dang, dude. I'm not very smart. Fire I'm going to I'm gonna get those hands. You're yeah. going to pay. And they got you, too, man. <laughs> Leave was... them alone, Johnson. Sonia said fire ants will tear you up. Hell, yeah. Man. Bouncy Ball said, that happens to me, too, especially at night in the rain. The glasses bother me. Yeah, see? See? You know what's up, Bouncy Ball. Mm -hmm. I love the name. <laughs> I, I know. It's funny. We keep calling it Bouncy Ball. It's like, Why did you name yourself Bouncy Ball? It's I want to know. Reason. What up, Chunky? Chunky. I've been Chunky. I haven't seen Chunky in a long time. What's up? What up? I think Jeff came in, too. Where is he? Yes, Jeff is in the house. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff from all the way up in the Pacific Northwest. You know it. <laughs> hey, where's Mr. Darcy today? Hey, hold on now, okay? <laughs> all right. Now, I, I can't believe he came on the show, man. That was, that was the legend. That was legendary. Mr. Darcy was Mr. Funny. Darcy. Yeah. Well, hopefully Mr. Bingley will find now, you Now, if Mr. Somehow. Bingley comes on the show, just, that would be awesome. That'll hopefully make my Darcy doesn't get too sexual this time. You know, <laughs> that was a little too much love for me. I wanted to stick the uh, true crime. I was like, can someone...
murdered so we stopped talking about their love affair. <laughs> the full name is I lost my bouncy ball. No particular reason. Hey, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my bouncy ball. So we're going to get started today. But before we do, for anyone that are new listening, you know, this is the Grindy Two Crimes, three friends here. Um, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just type in Grindy Two Crimes. Um, listen to us on Podbeans. Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podvine, and those out in the U.S. continue to listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Podchaser. Mm-hmm. All righty. Jeff, where is Ocean Shores? Coming in from Ocean Shores this morning. Little vacation. That's what's up, Jeff. That you sounds relaxing. Is that Oregon? Ocean Shores? I'm going to guess it's in Washington. It could be one of those islands. They have so many pretty they islands do. up there. Beautiful. Where, I Oregon? knew a family that moved to one of those islands, and they vowed they will never come back. It's gorgeous up there. Although the like, wife said it was very Mitchell depressing. Mitchell H. Oh, because of all the rain. Yeah, I, I unfortunately took a trip up there with someone who sounds like this. Oh, oh I knew it was in Washington. On the Washington coast. First of all, man, can you not very, remember your trips with that? You're very <laughs> because it's like that's who I went with that time, and. and yeah, it was nice. It was beautiful, but she couldn't stop drinking. <laughs> the food amazing, but I need to chase it with a beer or a glass of wine or six or seven. Did you ever enjoy anything? Uh, or was it all just to drink like a well, binge? Well, we dated before we got married. Yeah, that's about it. Marriage kind of screwed things up. Miguel said. No disrespect, but I would only listen on true crime podcasts. So I always thought it was it was bouncy butts. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. No, no bouncy butts here. <laughs> like even bouncy balls busted. <laughs> we do got bouncy butts here. First of all, <laughs> Maddie Matt has it for us. Don't be talking about my derriere. <laughs> Okay, baby, I love it. Watch out, Mr. Darcy's gonna. Hey, man, stop it! (laughs) So, Todd, you said you had a brief story you wanted to talk about today. Yeah, I have one I could get into. What's up? Okay, uh, we're gonna get into an oldie but goodie. This is one that it goes back a bit. Um, This is Carl Denicky, the cannibal killer of Zabis. Ooh, yeah, born in uh, August twelfth, eighteen seventy. In an unknown lower Silesian village, not much is known about Carl Denicky's early life uh, that has been recorded, aside from the fact that he was a terrible student, so he was not the smartest kid in the class, and uh, he ran away from home at about twelve years old. And back then, <clears throat> you have a lot of that, and and also like you know, twenty five years old, his dad died, so his dad was only thirteen uh, when he uh, when he had him. Uh, so like you had, <laughs> you know, a kid having a kid and then you wonder why the kid's not coming out right. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. Uh, Carl's older brother inherited the family farm. Um, but Carl, um, uh, also inherited some money, which he used to buy property with a house, garden and shed in a small town of Mustenberg today known as the beast. Actually, I screwed that up. He didn't die when he was 25 years old. Uh, he died when Carl was uh, 25. Oh. So, yeah, my bad. But uh, he was kind of young when he did have Carl, but not that young. My bad. That that would be amazing if he had an older brother and he was, you know, 
his dad was only 13. Right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> my bad. It's early. I haven't had coffee. Uh, in Mustenberg, Carl was also known as generous, caring, and a devout local citizen. So everything's all right now. He sounds like a good guy. Even referred to by some as Vatir Deniki or Father Deniki, even though he wasn't uh, even evangelicist or yeah. I don't know. It's taken me some time to say right. Uh, he carried the cross as an evangelist at evangelist funerals. So, and he did work with the church and played organ music. Uh, so he was sort of that guy in the church that was always there, helping families out. Um, so, despite living a lower middle class lifestyle, he commonly helped beggars and travelers. So he was known around the city as, "Hey, man, you know, like that's a good guy. You know, he's 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 um." being you know so so far so good you know yeah the lately Deniki. we've been hearing that what good deeds oh yeah good, good deeds person with a good reputation yeah and that's kind of that makes you wonder they sneaky <laughs> yeah i mean like this guy would be offering a place for these people to stay uh giving odd jobs where they you know where he needed uh, he didn't drink alcohol, so he wasn't too inebriated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he wasn't known to have relationships with women, and that's okay. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, like many in Germany after World War One, uh, however, Deniki uh, uh, lost his savings due to rampant inflation, sort of like today, and was also forced to sell his house, though he refused to move out and continued to rent an apartment in the same building on the ground floor. So, well-liked and respected around town, Deniki operated a meat shop in town. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He had a knife. He had a knife. Yes, he did. <laughs> Hold on a second. I lost my spot here. God damn. So far, so good. Yeah. So, Is there Johnsons in this story? Uh, there, there are some Johnsons in the story. Actually, I got to get back to it. I, my, I had it on my phone and it just went crazy. Hold on a second. How crazy? Your phone's drunk, Todd. It is very drunk. Well, no, it had way too much to drink. Because I would use it off the computer, but since we're on the computer, usually it's like you know. Uh, let me get back to where I was right here. Oh no, Sweeney Todd! Yikes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so he regularly sold suspenders, belts, shoelaces, and other leather goods. So he was sort of like your, like uh, a little flea market type dude as well, to to make money. He sometimes even went door to door. A lot of leather goods that he sold. Um, so he was butchering, I guess, the animals and then making the leather and stuff like that. So that's how you do it, I guess. Uh, all of okay. it, uh, he says, where where he was licensed, though, uh, by the Butcher's Guild to sell pork in big city markets, all of it boneless, pickled, and in jars. Um, I wouldn't buy meat in jars, would you? Uh, no. Mm, uh, well, I mean, in a can, yeah. Hey, how about a jar of meat? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's another reason why no one eats Spam. Real quick, I eat spam. Okay, I'll leave that. I was gonna say real quick. Let's do a let's do a poll of who eats spam, and right away, Matt's like me. me. <laughs> but here's the twist: what? I don't eat it cooked. I eat it raw. That is disgusting. I mean, technically, it's already cooked. Well, I mean, technically, but it's already cooked. It's still gross. 
That is disgusting. Wait, bouncy ball said, quick Johnson shaming. I'm a Johnson in real life. <laughs> so you said gross. Exactly. Not gross tea. Try it. I mean, look, it's like ham, right? If you're making a sandwich, you're going to eat it like that. If you're making it with eggs, you have to cook the ham for some reason. The same thing. Spam is like ham, but without the ham. It's ham? <laughs> it's just, it's mystery meat, like hot dogs. It never tastes the same. Didn't we see how they make Spam? We did. And he, yeah, I, I got to check myself. It's pretty real. Oh. But, no. It is real. Meat in a can? No, Mm-mm. thank you. No, it's not good. Um, I am. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, in, in, let's see. Skinless pil- pickled pork is what he sold as well. Um, so, by now, uh, you can probably guess where this is going. That gave me chills. That sounds gross. Yes, I can pretty pickled much guess. Pork? Yeah. Pork. Pickled pork. So, Denki's secret double life unraveled quickly December 21st, 1924, when a homeless vagrant named Vincent uh, Oliver appeared in the Mustenberg police station covered in blood, claiming he had barely escaped from Father Denki's apartment with his life. Now, at this point, even though he's not a true, um, what do you call it, a true... uh, uh, what is it, preacher or anything else like that? They would call him father. So he had that huh. reputation because of uh, his... Father. Yeah. Hey, Father Deneke, can I please get some pickled meat? Why, sure. <laughs> uh, Correction, the... I am your father. Oh, my God. All the pickled meat you want in a jar, son. Sonia <laughs> said, Spam was the day before payday dinner growing up. Mm. And Miguel said, Sweeney Todd. I thought it was Todd Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He does pull off a, a clown. Yeah, I do. So I do. he was offering his meat. Yeah, he was offering his whoa, meat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, whoa. He's like, you can have my, you can have my meat pickled whoa. in a jar. Whoa! <laughs> in a car. Whoa! In a plane and on a train. No, I can't get mad at that one. But whoa! <laughs> okay, boxing socks. Yeah. <laughs> That's where, uh, what is it called? The writer of uh, those books? What was his name? Um <laughs> Dr. Seuss? Yeah, Dr. Seuss got it from. <laughs> I uh, love his books. You start talking about too. his meat first. and then You know what, man? <laughs> don't do, don't don't do that. Don't ruin him. <laughs> so uh, he uh, he claimed that uh, he barely got out of Father Denneke's life uh, or out of his apartment with his life. Law enforcement uh, were like, yeah, right, whatever. We can't believe this guy's story. He probably didn't give you what you wanted. So you're making up something to ruin his fine reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a brief medical examination revealed that he sustained serious head wounds, uh, mm. corroborating his claim that he had been attacked with an axe. Mm. With, with an axe. He's like, let me ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Matt would say. <laughs> you going to let him get away with that one. I'm going to let him get away with that one. It, it, it's true. Matt's like, Matt's like, you only get one of those. You only get one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black thing. I can't help So police were obliged to question Denneke, who explained that he had indeed attacked Oliver, accusing the beggar of attempting to rob him after receiving a handout. Although receptive to his seemingly reasonable explanation, the police took Denneke down to the police station and put him in a holding cell while the matter was resolved. What happened? Everybody gets one. Exactly. Like (laughs) Spider-Man. I have 24 hours before I can say another one. <laughs> <laughs> so as it transpired, 
Oliver was given medical treatment and then charged with vagrancy. So Oliver Twist was um he was <laughs> he was actually, you know, the, the cops were like, Yeah, you have that head wound, but no, it's your fault. You know, they believe the the, the fine gentleman there, Denicky. So uh, a crime uh, a crime in Germany at the time and which and one that which it was or has been theorized may have been prevented other prevent, uh, potential victims or survivors of Denicky from seeking help by law enforcement. So <clears throat> we were asking or Bouncy Ball was asking, was there any Johnsons? Yeah, there was a lot of Johnsons in Germany. <laughs> Had they taken the guy serious, the, more that, people would be alive. Ain't that Austrian? Yeah, it's Austrian. <laughs> I gotta yell like Hitler, though. I gotta be like, Nine and seven, you put your body in your Isn't your family from Germany? Yeah. <laughs> I can't speak a lick of German. My uncle and my grandpa and all of them were talking, you know, German. And my my dad, all he, would, all he would say is, uh, uh, Sprechen Sie Deutsch? <laughs> which, which means do you speak German? And they're looking at him like, uh, we are speaking German. My dad's like, I don't know what else to say. I just start yelling and it sounds cool. How come your uncle can speak it, but not your dad? Because my, my uncle traveled to Germany. And he did a, 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 he, And my grandpa was fluent in it, obviously coming from there. And so they, they talk serious German. Like, like even it's funny because it's like Russian, too. Like, you think they're pissed and they're all like, can you pass the butter? And he's like, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> sound like uh, Steve Carell. I'm like, I'm sorry, grandpa. And he's like, no, just pass the butter. Oh. Do they sound like they're yelling all the time? <laughs> Not maybe that exaggerated, but it's close to it. Yes. <laughs> Matt, just mention feet and y'all be even. <laughs> hey! That is so disrespectful, Sonia. So disrespectful. Oh, you get <laughs> oh, oh, All right, back to the killing. Back to the killing. Uh, by this time, uh, but, but see, the thing is, though, uh, he was later sentenced to 10 days in jail, the, the vagrant. Um, but by this time, Denki was dead. Before even being subjected to real suspicion, the man known as Vader Denki had killed himself as soon as he was left unobserved by police. He hung himself in a holding cell with a small pocket handkerchief before the night had even fallen. Despite Denicky's suicide, in Musterburg police were still reluctant to believe that he was anything other than a law-abiding citizen. It was not until his body had been turned over to relatives that the police went to Denicky's apartment to secure his belongings on Christmas Eve that the people in Mustenburg discovered exactly what kind of man was living among them. What authorities found in his apartment was essentially a makeshift meat processing shop that a lab test would later confirm was full of human remains. <gasps> what? <clears throat> including hundreds of bones, 240 human teeth, stretch and dehydrated human skin. Oh. Check this out. Who's hungry? Tubs of fat. Human Tubs fat. of human fat. Mm, mm, mm. So he's like, nah, we're going to put that in a jar for something else. That'll, that'll be a different jar. That'll be Denki's jar of fat. Oh. So all the meat he was selling could have been human? Let's no, get to the point of that. was, right? Jars of meat pickling in brine, whatever brine is, and a closet full of blood-stained clothing, as well as tools for the work, including equipment for making soap. So he was making 
human soap. Oh, God. Dozens of documents and identification papers were also found, including Denicky's own extensive ledgers detailing his work, from which authorities were able to positively identify 20 victims. New meaning to lard, bud. <laughs> oh, <wow. clears throat> hey. Yeah, that's Crisco for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. Zach. Most of, them, <laughs> most of them released from prisons and hospitals. Based on all the evidence found in Denneke's apartment, it is believed that the formerly high-standing citizen was actually responsible for murdering, dismembering, pickling, and processing to 40 people within a span of three to four years. <sighs> Bouncy Ball said Fight Club got inspiration from that. Really? I didn't know that. Mm. I've never seen that movie. Excuse me, uh. neither have I, but I didn't. Excuse me. Sorry. So needless to say, despite the holiday, there was a dip in pork sales in the braised loo for at Christmas. Well, I bet. In fact, the revelations of Denki's cream, uh, cream crimes, <laughs> probably had cream a lot of well. cream everywhere. Man, I bet. <laughs> it sent shock waves through Lower Silesia, uh, where people were subsequently afraid to eat meat. So a lot of vegetarians That's were good. born. Yes, that's where it came from. I, yeah. I would have gone vegetarian. Too. I ain't gonna lie, that would have that would have shocked me out of eating meat too, man. So this would result in several meat canning processing plants closing because a lot of their meat was given to them by Denki. That's nasty, man. And all of a sudden, the region suddenly suffered an outbreak of stomach dis- uh, disorders attributed to a large publicity that the case got in the winter of twenty four and twenty five. Although Denki's story was later largely forgotten in the wake of the serial killer crimes and World War II, unbelievably human remains were found at the neighbor's garden in 1970 when these also were attributed to Denki's heinous activities 50 years earlier. Today, the house that Denki owned and had his grisly workshop still stands Mm. at Stawa 13 in Zabis. So, yeah. Convicted or, or, or almost killing about 40 people. Oof. So you would say this guy's worse than Dahmer. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I got yeah. meat here. Oh, yeah. That is Luna Moore gross. said, brine is salt water used to soak food and cook, and cook with. Green olives soaked in brine are amazing. Hmm. Might have to try. I'm not a green olive fan, yeah. but I'm willing to try anything at least once. Not meat, though. Or like, uh, But I will, I will definitely try <laughs> brine. I would try Brian too. Yeah, I'm not gonna try chopped meat. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Sorry, I'm in the gutter today. I love olives. Green <laughs> olives is not my favorite, but I'll eat them. But black olives, oh yeah, yeah, they're my favorite. OMG, laugh out, laugh my ass off. That is so gross. That's nasty, I, man. I don't yeah. want anything in brine. Table salt, table salt and water. No, but just to think, man, imagine you open up a can of, I don't know, a can of Spam, and next thing you know, you see a bone in there. I'm cool. Me too, bouncy ball. I am too. I'm going vegetarian after hearing this. (laughs) Let me me just tell you, though, how how, I I don't know, man, and this might sound stupid, but think about it. Like, for me, like, I've had one of those, like, you know when you have a hot link or, like, a hot dog or something like that? Saturday night smoke. I've, I've had a hot dog, and there's, like, a tooth in there like oh, a small tooth no way like 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 yeah because no from, from the animals because they grind up everything right and i remember i was like oh what's crunchy did i break my own tooth i'm looking in there and all, all that's a freaking animal tooth right wow. it's a small piece right 
And I'm like, oh my god, I'll never eat a hot dog again. This is the worst thing ever. It's like, oh, there's there's a different bratwurst. Oh, let me get another one. <laughs> uh, I'm so stupid when it comes to I can't resist a hot dog. I gave up hot dogs already. Have really? You seen how I they make it? I come out of a game and those those people are cooking them hot dogs and all. When god. I got food poisoning, it was because of a hot dog. Yeah. So and Sonya said, "What dogs you eat?" <laughs> Apparently, ones with teeth in them. Man, I ain't never had a hot dog with teeth. Take a bite out of us, we'll take a bite out of you. Just taking a bite out of himself. <laughs> He's like Benjamin. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're gonna bite me? <laughs> God dang! Now, the most I've found, like in food or anything, was like I don't know, a piece of net, like somebody's finger. Oh, oh, I found. You that. know what? It's just me. Everywhere we go, oh, yeah, there's bound hair. to be a freaking restaurant where I have hair in my food all the time. Yeah. That's... Always, always with her. Always. And I'll be like, isn't that you your hair? You know how many times we've gone out of a restaurant without paying for my food because I got hair in it? What uh, For the audience, what's the most interesting thing you guys found in your food? By, by the way, um, what's that one? Uh, it's not, it's not um, Chili's. What's the other one that... Renee loves so much. Applebee's? Yes. I hate that place. Okay. They microwave their food. Quick, quick story on that. How do you F up a salad? Uh, Ooh, giving you yeah. disgusting old like giving lettuce. You old, old lettuce? <laughs> no, because no, what happened was, I know I, if anyone's seen that movie, Waiting, it was an early, early <laughs> movie. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a bad movie. Anyway, uh, like, but they make fun of like how waiters and servers and everything else like that work with the people and how frustrated they get and, you know, how they, you know, piss off people and how people piss them off. Wow. And, and, um, it felt like that I was in the movie because I went to, to get a salad like for whatever reason i did not feel like eating like a steak everyone else was getting dinner stuff i'm like oh they have a a cranberry walnut with strawberry salad it's pretty cool it's like they had a name for it it had dressing i'm like yeah you know i feel like a salad it comes with a grilled chicken on top mm-hmm. all right they bring the salad everyone else gets their food my chicken's frozen like mm-hmm. on a slab you know how it's cut up and, and yeah. it looks like it's done and everything but it's frozen Dang. and so i'm like hey can i get cooked Chicken. Cook, cook chicken because I don't think this, the 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 meat is supposed to be as cold as a salad. And I go, that's freaking got Eskimos on it. And then the, guy, the guy's, okay, I'll be right back. I'm so sorry. And he comes back, and then like you said, there's like two hairs in it. I'm like, you assholes, yeah. you're doing this on purpose now. And then I I told the the the, the guy, I'm like, oh, let me talk to the um, the general manager. And I'm like, dude, really good. How you how you f up a salad, man? Come on now. And I go, this is hair now. Like, you brought back a salad, cooked meat. But now you left hair on it. That's intentional. I go, are you trying to, are you you're just trying to get back at me or something? Or you guys, you guys have it in for me or something? And he's, oh, I assure you, that, that's, a, that's a mistake. Everyone eats for free. I'm like, the hell we are. I'm, I go, they can eat for free. I'm out. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I ain't trusting crap, crap that's yeah, going to make it. God dang thing. Here, <laughs> yeah, I left, dude. <laughs> and after that, I've never, ever tried. Never. I don't even drive by an Applebee's. Really? Them, dude. That was yeah, it? That was it, bro. BJ's did that to me with the pasta. <gasps> First, because they brought me the pasta. <laughs> I'm kidding you not. It was drowning in oil. Ew. And I was like, what is this? Like, I didn't order a freaking soup. <laughs> so I told the guy, like, this is disgusting. This is really oily. Can you bring me a new one? So yeah. he brought it. I had hair in my food. Of course. So yeah. I was just like, you know what? Take it. And he's like, oh, can I bring you something else? Nope. I want nothing. Yeah. I'm gone. That's fiber I don't need. Sonia, Sonia said, first job I had, fast food, I lost my nail-making barbecue. Ooh. Yeah, I know. That must have been some good barbecue. I ain't gonna... Finger licking. I bet it was. 
Uh, Maddie'd still eat it. You got dang right. If it was some ribs, bouncy shoot. ball said, Just take that nail off. I almost threw up my Chinese dinner after finding a soy thingy in there. I thought it was a worm because I've never seen soy before. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, Miguel said, after watching, waiting, hair should be your least worry in your salad. Topic. That's true. That's true. From that movie, it got pretty raunchy, dude. That Yeah, that movie was... Waiting? Yeah, if you watch Waiting... um, Who's the guy that plays... Um, uh, God, why am I blanking on the, the, the superhero that can't die? Superman? No, superhero who can't die. Um, he's real popular now. He, he has a. He just sold his phone company to T-Mobile. Uh, he was a green. Lan- he was a Green Lantern. Uh, oh, um, he's an actor. He's been in. Oh God dang! Oh, Deadpool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is in that movie. That's one of his first movies. And it's pretty raunchy. He even has a dude from MTV that was in it, the, the that little kid that used to. Well, everyone thought he was a kid. But Andy like, Milalakis? Yeah, had Andy Milalakis in it. He was like 30 years old, <laughs> pretending to be 13 years Wait, old. Wait, Andy Milalakis was a. a he's grown, old as hell. He was a grown man he's at a grown that time? Man. He is a grown man. Yeah. No, at the time. At the did, time, yeah. When he filmed. He was Andy a grown Milalakis show. He pretended to be like. He was a kid. Yeah, he was not a kid. Stop it. I'm serious. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that dude was old as hell. Get the front door. He's older out. than me right now. What? Yeah. Yo, you just messed up my <laughs> my two thousands, bro. Like I used to watch the Ali Milanaka show. I'm like, who's everyone's this guy? like, oh, that's so cool that he's able to do all those things, and 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 you know, he's he's so uh, like like that's uh, it's like giving a kid a camera and, and a little bit of like editing to do stuff. It's like, no, that fool was a grown ass adult. What? Dude. Are you yeah. serious? Wow, did not know. Yeah. Did you guys hear of the one with Olive Garden? Did I tell you guys that one before? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Was I there? I told no. Oh. I wasn't Daisy. either. Hell no. Honestly, when I heard this story in the news, it made me not want to go to Olive Garden at all. But that's one of my favorite spots. So we still go. This stupid cook. I don't know why he was so angry at Olive Garden. This fool made Alfredo one morning, and because he caught herpes and he was mad at life. Oh come on. He ejaculated into the sauce and fed it to everybody that day. Man. So a bunch of people got herpes. You, you don't know who. I'm suing that everybody. That is disgusting, huh? That is so nasty. I'm suing everybody. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's, that sucks. That is gross. That's when you wish at the time the food gave you diarrhea. Just, drop, uh. just crap, crap that all out. Yeah. Can I just get diarrhea? Why do I have to get herpes? <laughs> uh, I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's all JQ65. I'm going to call you 65. What up, 65? Good thing I'm cooking my own meal tonight. Yes, Bouncy Ball, for sure. She cried. <laughs> Bouncy Ball said, can we change the subject to your dinner? It's about an half hour. <laughs> Oops. Jeff said okay. he has a disorder or something, like some age disorder, I think. I did not know Andy Milanakis was yeah. that. Dang. Yeah. Okay, I have a case I want to talk about. Go for it. Go did f- you guys start watching Love and Death? Oh, yeah. Yes, I did. I did. Okay. I, did. I like that. Wait, for, did the audience, have you guys watched the show Love and Death, or have you heard about the story of Candy Montgomery? Max. On HBO, but it's Max now. Just Max. <laughs> Jeff said Andy Milakis has a hormone disorder that makes him look young. Oh, okay. Never knew that. Nope. Okay. Sonia says nope. It's a good series. Yeah, you got to check it out. All right. This story 
is based in the 80s. And it's about Candace Montgomery. That's her name, Mm -hmm. right? So they're part of a church. You already saw it. I Mm -hmm. saw it. What do you guys think? This woman, she was claimed she never was aggressive. She never crossed words with anybody. She never got into a fight. However, the woman she killed was known to be aggressive. She had postpartum issues. Her name was Betty Gore, if you guys want to look it up. Mm -hmm. These women were friends, but at some point, Candy wanted to have an affair with Betty's husband. Which she did. Which she did. She bluntly told him she liked him, Mm -hmm. and she wanted to have the affair, and then he processed that and thought about it. Then he asked her, what did you have in mind? They go off and plan their full affair. Then it ends, and it had been, what, eight months, seven, eight months that they were done with the affair. Um, Betty Gore, the wife of the man, suspected something was going on. She had a lot of depressive issues. She was dealing with postpartum, and then she was afraid she might be pregnant again. So anyway, they go on this retreat to fix their marriage, and it works out. So that's when he told Candy that he no longer wanted to see her because, you know, he needed to focus on his family. Candy was mad, but she didn't do anything. Let it be. Her husband found out. He found a letter that Alan had written her. Alan is Betty Gore's husband. Mm -hmm. And so they talked. This man actually forgave her, brought her flowers, and wrote her a letter apologizing because he took responsibility on the fact that he had neglected his wife. He wasn't there for her emotionally. He wouldn't talk or open up with her. So she was just feeling she needed somebody to talk to, right? Yeah. So the man took responsibility for his part, forgave her. They worked on their marriage, went to the same retreat. So on a specific day, the children were having some event at the church. She dropped them off. Betty's daughter was best friends with Candy's daughter. So she was sleeping over their house and they had plans to go to the movies. She wanted to go as well. So she went to pick up her bathing suit from Betty Gore's house because after that, she was going to drop her off the next morning to her swimming lessons. Yeah. So Candy showed up. And as you guys see in the story, they kind of have a conversation, but Candy's reluctant to stay. And Betty straight up asked her if she's having an affair with her husband. So she told her no. She said, well, did you? So she Mm -hmm. says yes, but it was over a long time ago. So the woman says hold on, walks away, mm-hmm. comes back with an axe. Brought the bad news. Candy gets freaked out, but she didn't believe that Betty would actually do something to her. Yep. So she puts the axe down and tells her she doesn't... Candy decides, you know what, I'm just going to bring your child back home. And she says, no, I don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. So she tells her to keep her because she doesn't want to see her. So she's like, okay, tells her to go to the utility room and get the girl's bathing suit while she walks to get a towel. At that point, what would you have done? I'd have ran out the house. I'd have ran out the house. Right? I mean, in her mind, it was like, no, she wouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. So she goes to grab the bathing suit. First of all, that's not my house. Yes, we are friends, but at this moment, you're coming out with a weapon. I don't trust you for crap. Mm -hmm. She goes. When she turns around, (laughs) Betty's already there with the towel, hands it to her. And decides to go crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> grabs the axe, and says, you can't have him. And at that moment, still, Betty in court 
said, I mean, Candy said that she didn't believe she would hurt her. She still didn't fear for her life. But she does. She tries to attack her. She hit her in the head. She went with the axe down and cut her between the toes. Mm -hmm. And that's when finally she was like, okay, this woman's willing to kill me. So they go into a struggle and Candy ends up killing Betty with the axe. And uh, how many times was? 41 41 whacks. Dude, I love the uh, Johnsons in there because in the movie. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean the Johnsons? Because when they walk in there, first off, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the people that find her, they're like, oh my God, she's been shot. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think you can tell I, I, I an never act. Seen yeah, that was it. I've never seen a shotgun that, you know, and the police, you in half. She the, was so cut up. Yeah, the police are like, yeah, she's been shot a few times. And then it took the medical examiner to come in there and be like, uh, she's been hacked to death. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, you must not have too much crime bruh, over there, because I mean, bruh. And then Mr. also Dar- the fact that, <laughs> oh no, he fucked. <laughs> Mr. Darcy's ball sack is in the house. <laughs> By the way, Sonia said my ass would be gone if that was her Uh-oh. situation. Yes. I mean, that's the natural reaction, right? Like, it's okay that you are friends and you trusted, but come on, you slept with her husband and this woman got issues. What's wrong with you? Yep. I I will leave the house. I will leave the kid and everything inside that house. I'm I'm gone. You're the jury. How would you have come about this case? Because she said the story. She said what happened, right? The doctor talked about hypnotizing her and bringing out everything from her. And obviously she was in fear for her life and she snapped based on something that had happened as a child with her mom. Do you believe that at that moment she lost it and was just like in fear? Because she said Betty kept trying to get back up. Like when she gave her the first whack, she dropped the axe and let it be and told her, I don't want him. Stop this. She still got up and still continued to try and kill her. Yeah, unless yeah. it's one of those things where it was uh, when you get into something and you just keep like you know, boom, 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 like like you, like you can't stop. Yeah, that's what she said. It was the rage. Yeah, it, it's you possible. Think that's overkill. Like it's possible, but that is super overkill. I mean, once I, I don't you, know, man. I don't know. I, I probably would have snapped like that too. I mean, the adrenaline and the adre- you being that scared. Yep. And in disbelief that you're being attacked and she might chop you into pieces. Oh, yeah, I mean, th- there is, I will say that I had a moment of that when I was in high school, like when when, uh, when I finally confronted that bully when it, like oh, yeah, I beat me. the snot out of him. They had to pull me off of him. Like I and then a security guard that was at the school, I, I, I thought it was another kid. And I was just in my head. I kept punching him like I broke his rib. I broke his jaw. And so he he grabbed me from the back and he turned me around. I threw a punch, hit him square in the face. And then and then the other guy tackled me. And so there was two security guards. That had, it was just like a fit of rage. But, like, I didn't know. It was like all the bent-up frustration. Okay, that's so what angry. I was going to ask you. It's like the anger from things coming out yeah, in that moment. Yeah, yeah, Like, it makes you lose control. Yeah, I mean, that was the only time in my life where, like, I haven't even been drunk to where I don't know what I've I'm always that whole thing of where, where people say, oh, I'm so drunk. I don't know what I was doing. I I know what I was doing every time I've been inebriated. But in that moment, I blanked. I was in another realm. Dang. Yeah. This is a real story, Bouncy Ball. You have to watch it. It's called Love and Death. It Todd is a Ralphie true crime. I did. 
That's Christmas story reference, Sonia. Mr. Darcy Balsack, you said you're gonna sleep with my, off with your wang. I just wasn't cussing. <laughs> Try. I just wasn't cussing. But wait, what? Is it off of those wang? No, Darcy said I'll sleep with your husband, Gabby Gavin. So she said off with your wang. <laughs> Mr. Darcy's if like you I, got to sleep with my husband off with both your wings. Ain't no man sleeping I'll tell you that right now. Mr. I Darcy's like, I got something for uh, your crumpets. <laughs> I want to try some crumpets. I'll never have, I've never had crumpets. So would you have convicted her of guilty or not guilty? That was self-defense. I ain't gonna lie, I, I would have said not guilty. I'm going to have to wait. It's hard to say because to air it in Italy. Italy, you don't, you don't have that. Uh, what is it called? Uh, you don't have the DNA back then, no. and you and you had a bunch of Johnsons rolling that case, so it's 50-50. I mean, they I bit her fingerprint. Well, they did. They did have her, her fingerprint. Or whatever. Yeah, but of course she's gonna be there. But she didn't deny it in the end, right? She did admit she killed her, and yeah. why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's he said versus she said, or she said, she said. So, I mean, like, it's hard to say. I mean, like, like if you don't have sufficient evidence, you know. I mean, yeah. What? She admitted to it, right? She talked about that whole, that day. The prosecutor was right. He had a point to say, well, she's dead and we don't have her side. This is based on her side and her story. That's why it was How brilliant. How do we know that she actually attacked her? But then it was proven by her husband himself that their friend Candy had never been in their garage. She wouldn't have a clue that they had an axe. Exactly. Yeah, he, he helped her out. Exactly. So it was like he admitted his wife had issues, what she was going through. So for me, I would have said she's innocent. And yeah. this was self-defense because you have the woman with the issues. Women going through postpartum are capable of a lot. Oh, yeah, Even yeah. of denying and rejecting their child. Yeah. So I think she definitely could have in her mind, like she's already going through it. She doesn't trust her husband. He's gone a lot because of his job. And then you got this woman who was your friend, babysits your kids, had an affair with your man. Yeah, which was supposedly I your best friend. I see the yeah. anger yeah. in there. Like, she lost it. She lost it. Because she probably thought, mm -hmm. man, we were doing everything right. We went through couples therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, our marriage is back together. And then all, all of a sudden it's a sham again. So, yeah, she probably she probably did. So, like... I thought it was brilliant of the the defense attorney come out and say, hey, yeah, she did it, but here's why. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like it was like didn't that didn't, guy did a great job? Yeah, he way. was man. And to put the axe in her face, yeah, to get a freaking reaction because she was just so out of it, mm. that bothered me. Yeah, why? I was like, get it? It no, not that he did that. It bothered me that Candy was so oh, out of it. Like, so stop, because mm -hmm. it's true. Like, this is what really happened. You need to, people need to see you broken from it. Stop acting like you got it all together because then they're going to think you're this cold-hearted killer. The last episode, of, isn't it airing tonight or something like it already that? Came it already, came already came out. out yeah. Yeah. yeah, we already finished we already it. Finished. Yeah, to see where she's at too right now. So. <laughs> bouncy, bouncy ball said more so like she said she's dead. won't say what they convicted dead. her. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys could watch it. You guys could watch it. It's pretty good. It's a good series. Oh, Bouncy Ball, if you're in Italy, um, I sound like a commercial, but ExpressVPN, even though we're not sponsored by them, it's a good way to like to watch stuff in other countries. So Express. like, if you don't have it in, because uh, it hides your IP address, and so if you get it, like you can watch stuff in other countries that other countries get and you don't. You know, if they cancel something here on Netflix, but if they show it in other countries, you could watch it there, depending on, you know, mm. just doing your research. Just I, saying. 
Well, look into the story if you can't see it. I was going to say, um, I would have uh, found her not guilty as well. Um, because, like, like you said, how did she know where the axe was? Yeah. And why would she come into the house when she's going to pick up her daughter and decide to kill her? Yeah, she, they had their whole day planned out. Like, it's not like she woke up with the idea, yeah. I want to murder his wife. Yeah. When that relationship had been over and she's working on her marriage. And she's trying to stay, like, you know, within herself and trying to be, like, a you know, get back to being a supposed good Christian and everything else like that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean, she wouldn't be volunteering to watch her kid. You know what I mean? So. I agree with that. <coughs> Excuse me. By the way, you guys, once again, you guys can call in. Just go to the right where it says call in, and you can call in. And yes, we're accepting please. call-ins. <laughs> Mr. Darcy's ball sack. I want you to call in. She wants to hear your British accent. That would be funny. <laughs> that Come would on. be funny. You want to take my man? You need to talk to me first. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Ain't nobody taking me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I think the only person. Jeff, is, Jeff has been the only one that's called yeah, in. Call huh? yeah. He's our one Randy only... hasn't come in, okay? That, I don't know. I'm very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Randy, where are you? Is that you? By, by the way, um, to, to, to give off another quick story real quick. Uh, What's up? This one's real quick. Um, uh, if you want to look up a disturbing video, uh, it, it doesn't show anything as far as, uh, you know, any kind of like uh, anything gruesome. But it's body cam footage of uh, Ellie Hart killing. Um, or Eli Hart. Uh, Eli... It was a six-year-old boy, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, the mother, his own mom, was in a custody battle with his father and in another relationship already. And it appeared that the father was going to get some un unwanted, uh, by her, um, visitation and possibly uh, custody. So he wanted the son. Yeah, he wanted okay. the son. He was fighting for custody of his own son. He hadn't seen him in a couple months. So six-year-old boy, right? So they're driving. They're driving down the, uh, the street. The police uh, find um, the woman as she's driving of, of Eli, uh, the mother, and the you know the 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 tires kind of fall falling off the the damn rim. Mm. Like so, they pull the car over because it's it's riding on a rim, and the the back windshield is shot out. Mm. And so one of the police officers says, you know, like, what the hell's going on? You know, like he's talking to her and everything. He's like, hold on a second. So he stalls her. The other police officers stalling her. They call for a lot of backup. So like about three, four car cop cars come. And so when the body cam comes on, uh -huh. they're talking with her. They have her separated outside. She goes, I don't know what happened. You know, I must have hit something in the road. And then, and then the other police officers like, well, can you explain the shotgun shells in the back seat? And, and then she's like, oh, uh, you know, my my uh, my boyfriend likes to shoot the guns. You know, he misfired. And she was saying all these stupid excuses. And then they pan to the other body cam and the officer's like, supervisor, look, there's blood on coming out of the trunk. And and, and then they're like, yeah, we uh, we need to pop this trunk. And so they pop the trunk and it shows it live. There's a wrapped up tarp. It's the six-year-old. Mm. What? She killed her own son mm. because the son the son was gonna have custody with the his real father, and she used a shotgun. 
and it was inside the car. There was blood inside of the back seat too. And she was trying, and she had a shovel in the back, and she was going to bury her own son. She was on her way to a wooded area, and they caught her right before. So she was just going to throw him out. She was going to get rid of him like trash. And it's all. Why not let the dad have him then? If you're willing to take your child's life, that's. It's sad, but it's like it was all like you know what I mean. Like um, that's how much she, that little boy was worth to her, and wow. and uh, so the father is obviously devastated and everything. She got two consecutive life sentences, but should have got the death penalty in my yeah opinion. yeah yeah. I would have. Well, only six years old. That that case that that was just put to um, um, what is it? They just finished the case, and that's why they released the body cam because it happened last year. Hmm. You do everything to protect your children, and you want to keep your child. You don't want him to go to his dad. Clearly, why? Because you think you love him, right? Yeah, yeah. Why would you kill him? I don't know. I mean, it's the poor kid. It's a cute little kid, man. Just stupidity. That is so sad. Yeah. Come Unfortunately, on. there's people like that. Off with her wing. She ain't got one. Make her one and take it off. <laughs> Sonia said, hate is a powerful emotion and people are crazy as funk. Bouncy Ball said, a mother killing her own child for no good reason should be tortured for eternity. I agree. Yep. Life in prison, like... That ain't nothing. And I'm sure the the Bertha's in jail are are giving her something. You know, giving her some jail justice. Big Bertha over there. Oh, and by the way, so... So after all the evidence and DNA came out, the last when she's when she got sentenced in court, mm-hmm. and you know how like you're walking out and they you know they um, they basically had her in handcuffs or taking her to the back. So at sentencing, as they're walking her out of the courtroom, uh, you have some claps from the, obviously the father's you know uh, father's side, and she she uh, screams out, "I'm innocent! F you all! You're all garbage!" To replies. Uh, from the from his family, uh, his father uh, and you know the grandfather and the son said, "F you, go to hell and and rotten hell." And people were yelling stuff back at her. So good for her, good for her. That's where she belongs. Effort to the highest uh, power because that's that's messed up, dude. That's so messed up. How could she say she's innocent? Well, I mean, <laughs> who was she pinning it on? I mean, come on. If I have a body in my car. You know what I mean? Like, I have something to do with it. Maybe I didn't kill the person, but damn it, I have something to do with it. Oh. Miguel said that story, Todd, reminds me of that mother that put her babies in the oven because her baby daddy was going to leave her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What is wrong with these people? There are some truly psycho people out there. These people shouldn't be mothers. They shouldn't have children. Can you imagine the... The suffering those kids went through, like being cooked alive, literally. Well, not only that, I mean, you think about it. Like, I don't know if you guys ever saw True Detective, which was the first season was by far the best season. That was with um, Woody Harrelson and All Right, All Right, All Right. But they were like really good. <laughs> they were really good in that. But in in one part, Woody Harrelson talks from when he was doing research to become uh, the detective in the in the show for HBO. He said that he did. Um, uh, he talked to a detective that his last case was because uh, he, he was a homicide detective for a while. What what drove him away from homicide was that there was someone that put their baby in the microwave. 
Mm-hmm. And and that that was one of the, the the homicides he had to. He says opening up that microwave killed him inside was never the same. So they used that that scene in in one of the in one of the scenes in True Detective, and it just goes to show you like the stuff that they've seen, like the people that were at Jeffrey Dahmer's house, all that all the murder and the disgust. I mean, the, I mean that stuff you're not supposed to see. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you live with yourself? I mean, like I for one have always said, oh, I could be a homicide guy. You know, I've I've seen a dead body. You know, I, I I'd want to to do that but man it takes someone special to do that with all the stories you hear from all the homicide people like like oh, look yeah. how good kenda was Joke. and, and it took one case that, that he just... couldn't handle to make him i'm done yeah yeah and, and he's and, and the fact that he can go with with kenda alone and he could pretty much recite every crime every homicide like he remembers all of that stuff. It's crazy because like that stuff doesn't go away in your head. No. Like you could be thinking, "Oh man, look at my grandkids over there." But boy, that kid was shot that one time. Like you know what I mean? It messes with your head. Got just... PTSD. Yeah. And he... I mean, how could you forget that? Yeah. You cannot possibly erase the images out of your head. No. Because that stuff, that stuff, where we as people are not supposed to see. And, he's, and you know, and, and you know what's crazy about Joe Kinda? Of all the stuff he saw, that one, the one case that like flipped them over the edge was a grandfather molesting his what five or four year old grandson mm-hmm. and the grandfather said well he came on to me yeah and he <laughs> wanted, he wanted one. to kill him and that was the one and i was just like dang out of all the things you saw i mean he saw a woman get her breast cut open no. cut out flushed and flushed down the, down the toilet. toilet someone getting their eyeballs gouged out literally and put inside their mouth like ugh. man it's because he had children he saw that child dead and then to have this man the audacity of the way he talked mm-hmm. to say that the child came on to him just this attitude the sick bastard yeah i probably wouldn't want to kill him too i ain't gonna lie I mean, I would have took the safety off my gun. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, all right, man. So, but, I mean, he said it. I mean, he went to live a normal life. He became a bus driver for the kids, the district. And he loved that. That made him happy every day. But he said the nightmares will never go away. Yeah, you can't shake that stuff. So I said, or the case was Susan Smith and driving into the lake. Oh, or their kids, yeah. With their kids. She blamed it on a black guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, come on now. Up. I did that one, right? Uh, I yes, you did. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, Bouncy Ball says, "All right, all right, all right." Should be your new intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have to do this. All right, all right, all right. We might have to do that. Life right. <laughs> welcome, welcome. By the way, oh, Matthew McConaughey. Not only does he do the 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 Aloha, y'all. cheesiest commercials, but if you ever saw the one where he's in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of Agent Rush, one of his early movies. God awful, bro. What the heck? Matthew, Matthew, Wait, he was in one? He was in the one, one. Yeah, one of the one of the ones I think from the late nineties. Mm-hmm. I want to say because it was right after he did Angels in the Outfield, like like that the the movie like because Matthew McConaughey's in that one. Mm-hmm. He did the movie with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not where he was the the. Not with Jessica Biel because I don't remember him in that. No, it was. Uh, I loved that one. He had a robotic arm. Oh, wow. That's how stupid that one what was. What the hell? Yeah, wow. it was a terrible version because. I, I do like that version of, uh, like, not that version, but, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because it is something that, like, it's, they say it's based on, it's not, but it was a collection of, of different, um, what is it, murders and serial killers, so mm. they, 
tied into one guy with a chainsaw, basically. Ugh. But it was some of the cases were kind of like because people did go missing in those days. I mean, there's a killing fields out. You know, if you if you watch a nice a good documentary, the killing fields on Netflix explains a lot of that. But uh, but yeah, that was based on a I lot of those. Watch yeah, watch the killing Dang. fields. It's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I we think we with, got Hawaii up in the house. I think uh, with Hawaii, with the one with Jessica Biel, I was amazed at what how she did that. She did a really good job. Like the terrifying, the screaming, like yeah. the pan. I I never seen this woman act so good. So that's <laughs> my favorite one. That's the one. Miguel says, uh, off this topic, uh, GTC. My grandparents were from Spain, but I was born in El Paso, Texas, and I have driven down the street that Richard Ramirez lived on. Wow. Mm. I bet you it's still eerie. If you ever Probably. if you ever come out here, Miguel, to LA, visit the Cecil Hotel. That'll mm. give you, that place is all sorts of haunted. Downtown, huh? Yeah, it's all yeah. sorts of haunted. He was down there by the I mean, how many stories have we done that's close to, close um, to the Skate Row? Yeah, yeah. We have to go there. That's been our, our the thing we, that we we're talking about. Ever reveal our identities. <laughs> like we got to, <laughs> we, we gotta go down there and take some video or some pictures, man. Well some sure. people may know who we are now. Yeah, some people some people. But um, but no, that whole area of the Skid Row has so many stories. Oh man, it's, so many. Stories. I'm sure it's still to this day, it still got uh, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, and... people people uh, are found there every day. Bouncy every Ball day. says, "Gotta go, guys. Thanks for the live." Bye, Bouncy Ball. Bye, Bouncy Ball. Enjoy your Bye. dinner with your family. Find your ball. <laughs> and Bouncy. <laughs> uh, Light Bright says, "I live in Texas and have gone." To the state cemetery to hunt for serial killer headstones. Oh wow! Oh, oh, we got a. That's pretty cool. Uh, a serial She's killer. She's one of me. She, yeah, we got a serial killer fan. You I got a thing for cemeteries, and Matt thinks I'm creepy. Mm. I asked him one day, "Would you go with me to the cemetery and have a picnic?" He's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> I I still want to go to the one in Whittier where it was turned into a um, a park, and they never removed the bodies. Remember what? from the Turnbull story, and they said that uh, they they have uh, they, people always see things over there at night. Animals act weird at night over there too. What oh, I believe heck? it. Yeah, I I kind of want to do that. I cemeteries to me are peaceful. That's what she said. Dude, no lie, They're too. Beautiful. Yes, they are. When I was young, I like reading the stones. Well, yeah, because some of the, some of them are, are like especially your older oh, no, cemeteries, exactly. and you see like. They would actually write, "Oh, uh, someone fell off a carriage and died." You know, oh, you know. I mean, like you could tell, like, like you could see some stuff like that, or if you find celebrities. But I kid you not, dude. When I was younger, and uh, I brought this up before, uh, you know, a thirteen-year-old friend of mine, when I was thirteen, uh-huh. he committed suicide because. Oh, you told me. Yeah, about yeah. That. yeah. And um, and so we went to his funeral, and I'm all devastated and everything. I'll say that because I'm trying to, you know, like, trying to like figure out emotions and everything i've never lost anybody and we were in the middle of uh, the cemetery rose hills and it was cloudy day overcast all of a sudden dude i swear to god and and, and pete and i'm not the only one that saw it but the sky kind of like cleared a little bit sun rays came down it was like the more like a saturday morning and then there's deer like like uh, like four or five deer on the hill just overlooking us that were all lit up by the sun rays. Uh-huh. It was only in that one section. The rest of it was all cloudy and everyone just looked and I was like, is that a sign? <laughs> I mean, is that, <laughs> is he like, saying hi or something's like, going on? God? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that tripped me out, dude. Dude, that, 
Stuff like that can't happen, man. For real. What did Miguel say? Oh, I've been wanting to. The elevator girl was creepy from the hotel. We also have a little gel that Billy, uh, the kid, broke out of uh, his outlaws from. Oh, that's oh, pretty wow. cool. Billy the kid. Now, the the Cecil Hotel stuff, though, is very creepy. Um, because remember, we talked about that, like, she was in the tank, the water tank. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they didn't find out till like, the water was already, like, contaminated. contaminated. Like, people were shower- showering, brushing their teeth. Yeah. And her DNA is flowing. And, it's, and it's not like... It was, I mean, because she bled. Her body, like, bled out a little mm-hmm. bit. It got bloated, so the blood was contaminating. So it was like a brownish. Like, like you know when your water's first rusty? It's you been see up. all that brown water coming out, but yeah. it just never stopped. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's nasty, man. Imagine you taking a shower and you just... Ugh. Oh, that's nasty. Oh. And then, like, and, and then you complain to the uh, you complain to the uh, hotel. It's like, hey, my water keeps turning brown. And everyone comes out. Yeah, mine's too. All right, we'll look into it. And they looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Yeah, because they sent the poor, uh, the 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 poor uh, the plumber. No, no, because because on the on the, I think on the on the interview the guy could barely talk Spanish or talk English, mm-hmm. so he went up there and he opened up the the container or whatever the top of the water uh, thing. And he probably said he was like the bumblebee man from uh, Simpsons. No es bueno. <laughs> 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 I love the oh, bumblebee you know, <laughs> Dang. Oh, a, Simpsons, a Simpsons reference. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Man. By the way, I like Light Bright. Why? Because that's what, um, when I was a kid, I never got one. And so, like, oh, when I have my kids, you know, I'll, I'll get them one. I remember getting them Light Bright. Light Bright. And I, you remember the commercial? Yeah, but I'm like, it's not cool without the music. Yeah. <laughs> light, bright, light, bright. Like after punching the, the black I know, you know, thing for a little while, I'm all, all right, this is boring. <laughs> oh, the 90s, man. I know it's off topic from crime shows, but the 90s had some of the best commercials, man. 80s and 90s. Yeah, some of the best. You well, they, had, they just had the best everything. I've been seeing people post old commercials that I don't recall ever seeing in my life. And they're freaking weird. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, the not, the 90s ones are the best because they had, like, the weird haircuts, the wild colors. Whoa. What happened? Did you see what Sonia put? We have a cemetery here from the Revolutionary War. You can see ghosts and hear cannons go off all the time. And you're still living by it? Get the frick! I'm gone! (laughs) Let me see something pop up on a cannon. You would be like Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, man. I'm delaying all... Yeah, I'm gone, bro. She's she's in the heart of that country, or or of the war where that took place. I mean, where, like, the most gruesome battles took place. So I wouldn't doubt it, man. I would not doubt this. Hey, I wouldn't doubt doubt it either, man. Shoot, the demons is out there. Shoot, mm -mm, I'm cool. Hey, Todd, you're being very disrespectful. Help, yeah, him, help him with his Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. These guys cannot get it together. I'm sorry. We've tried. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm, I'm getting a little better with my Spanish. Sure. Muscle minerals. See, look, I said that right. <laughs> nah, but... it, it's like, yeah, because my, my girl will be like, hey, let me teach you some Spanish, Mom. No. <laughs> Wait, how do you say uh, grandma in Spanish? Uh, Abolet, Abolet, <laughs> uh, Abolita, I don't know. I don't know. 
a bolita. I already told him a bolita is a little ball. Like that is not your grandma. <laughs> Abuelita. Abuelita. No, no, no. Abuela. Abuela. A. Ah. Abuelita. Lita. We didn't turn this. Abuelita. Podcast into hooks on phonics. Hooks on phonics. What 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 did Light Bright say? Have y'all ever done an episode on the Phantom Killer? I don't think we have. Oh, okay, okay. He's my hometown serial killer. Still unsolved. That one, I believe, what, 40s or 50s, Light Bright? And I think that was similar to um, the Zodiac. Similar. I I think, like, like his, like, where he would just come up on couples. Yes. It was similar, and it took him by surprise. It, it took everybody by surprise. You are on this took I don't know if, if Lightbright, if they have any DNA or anything they could they could use, because I know they tried ballistics over the years, but that is one that, too, only because I think it's in Texas in a rural area. It's not as, um, nope. not as what do you call it, publicized as a Zodiac. I think Zodiac was more because dude taunted the police, but this guy was just like, he. I think he wore like a, a ghost mask or, or something some like like a something over his head and maybe like i can um can correct me but it, i think it only had holes in the eyes he wore something over his head and he would literally KKK? shoot a couple well he could have been who knows um but a burlap sack a burlap sack there you go so but but yeah but this this dude yeah I, i'm more than likely he's dead by now but we never know no nah, i want to read that i don't know hey we should do it we should, Let's but it's, it. it's it's hard because it's unsolved. There's like so many theories to it. Love theories here. Yeah, it's sort of the one that's like it makes you Twist. think. Watch both movies. Oh, which movie? Which movie? Even, I don't even know the I movie. I, yeah, which movie? Okay, Lightbright coming in with some some suggestions. We gotta do some research. Why you gotta do that, man? <laughs> Why you gotta do that? <laughs> All right, I'll switch it up. Oh, gotta do some research. <laughs> what the freak? <laughs> Stick with the stick, stick with the, <laughs> the X, man. The, the town that dreaded sundown. Oh yeah, because oh, everything was scary. at it was at everything at night. Everything was at night. That's one title of a movie. Dang, that's the a town that title. dreaded sundown. That's a long title. I ain't gonna lie. That is, but that's a title where you're like, oh, I gotta see what what's, this is. What's it's a movie that came out. Dang, it had the one of the longest titles, and and it, just because the title was so long, I was like, yeah, I'm not watching it. <laughs> Oh, the, I can't remember. They have two of them. One that's a 1976 one and a 2014. Which one's better? Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Well, she said both. She said watch both movies. Watch both. Okay. All right, that can be a homework thing we can do. I think that can be. That that be that be our homework. Is Light Bright a girl or a guy? Because you're saying she. Oh yeah, this. Is, wait, I, well, what? I think it's she. He. I'm sorry. I don't want to. Oh, no see pronouns. A girl on the picture. That's why I'm not. I don't want to. Now hey, don't assume my gender, okay? I, I, we, we, we try to be respectful. I don't know who's who. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I told you about that at school, right? I identify as a nightstick. I told you about that at school. 2014, us is good. 70s is the educational. Okay. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay, okay we so we're going to have to look into both of them. Um, I'm a classy lady. There you go. LOL. All right. She's a classy lady. She's a classy lady. I gotta look that one up, dude. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Okay, guys, you have to come to a cemetery with me one day. Come well, on. you already got light bright to go with you. I know. She's, she's, with, she's down. See, that's what he looked like with a sack over his head. Oh, that's dope. He looks scary. Heck yeah, that's dope. dope. I mean, yeah, that's dope. He I was don't... a 
No, no, no. I'm not saying what he did was, but the way the, his look that that looks dope. He looks like a uh, scarecrow. Oh hell yeah, I'd be scared. He does look like scarecrow. Yeah, that's dope. I don't know. I, something about mask, man. It, it's always drawn an interest to me. Hmm. Yo, that's dope. Todd, when are we doing that hike? Which one? She said the one. <laughs> oh, the one. <laughs> look at Sonia. <laughs> I'm a bitch, just so you know. I'm a bitch too, Sonia. So we're gonna get along just fine. She going she <laughs> y'all can go on that cemetery together. I don't know. It, it's not that I'm scared of cemeteries because I know ain't nobody gonna come out. They did, but it's just I don't wanna I don't need to be here. You know what I'm saying? But it's an experience. Cookie Smith said, I'm down to go to a cemetery with you. There you go. All you got right. three people. Hey, bring, bring some cookies and milk. Bring some cookies and milk. And then you guys will go. Oh, wait. She'll bring the, the light bright, and Gabby Gab's going <laughs> to cut off some wings. Or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Me and Matt will wait at the entrance while you guys go in. Y'all have a great time. We'll so play if with I a... find the, the stone to a killer and rapist, <laughs> I'm going to dig it up so yes. I can cut off his wings. And, and Darcy wants to hold my hand while we wait. <laughs> 60 head <hand> flex. <laughs> I changed up. I'm Mr. Bing. I I, I want to see who Mr. Bingley is now. Let's go. Mr. Bingley and Mr. Darcy's on the, in here. I want to see that. Nope. You're gonna betray Mr. Darcy nope. like that? I gotta betray Mr. Darcy. Oh, he's cheating on we, you. We should. I'm we, not cheating on nobody. <laughs> we should definitely do that that hike. But it's it's creepy, man. That, that, the hike is creepy. I want to go though. The audacity. <laughs> Sonia said, "Dude, on YouTube." goes with a ghost box and talks to the dead yo yeah yeah, yeah. i i um i seen that um there's a guy that does that. yes i've got that battle axe in sight oh, i showed you hey so y'all got protection too okay so y'all yeah y'all good y'all got, got, you don't need a us machete. yeah y'all don't need us machete. at all no we're good we'll, we'll stay we'll you stay. imagine all these girls i don't know about you guys i'm short you imagine us walking through a cemetery me holding my machete her with her, her axe and scythe. <laughs> Yo, that'd be gangster. I ain't gonna lie. I'm walking I, through the cemetery. Let me see a group of girls walking with uh, weapons like that. I'm be like, yeah, no, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'd oh. immediately hold my crotch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I don't know who they about to un, 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 undig up, but uh, I don't want to be no parts of that. I'd be like, them some Wang hunters. Sonya is five five. Okay, Where's I'm you? five three. Y'all, y'all some short shorts. What about you, Luna? More packing heat. Light bright, I'm packing. I'd pack heat down in Texarkana too, man. Oh yeah, man. I'm thinking Luna's tall. I don't know. Luna why. gotta be tall. I don't know why. I'm, I'm gonna give a five. Cookie oh, five. I knew Luna was tall. Five seven. So the yeah. five seven. I was five, gonna five. say give her five seven. Okay, Luna. Luna Moore sounds okay. like she was tall. Cookie okay. Smith is the smallest one. It's the five foot crew. The five foot crew. <laughs> man, I'm st I'm barely, I'm still in that five foot crew. You're the only one six foot I'm six three. We're gonna be the fast I'm five. I'm five ten. <laughs> <laughs> the fab five. The fast five. Not the fast five. Did you say fat? Fab. <laughs> I said fab five. Like okay, Todd knows that reference. I would not call y'all fat. I don't know. <laughs> Get out of here before yeah, I'm about to walk out of here before y'all y'all you fight on me. I know I'm trying to lose weight, but come on. Sonya said my sister is six two. Dang. She's Whoa. up there with you. Yeah. The fierce five. I like it. I like that. Dang, six two. For girls that are over six feet, I bet you it's hard to like find a man, huh? You know what? When you guys said fierce five, I heard the fear is five. No. Same. What up, Mujo? Well, Mujo left. <laughs> He's all later. Later. 
But yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. Like the whole, the whole cemetery stuff is something that like would creep me out if I did it at night. During the day, I think I can handle it. At night, it's like ooh. I like late evening. Yeah. I don't know because it's so quiet. I There's hate quiet. There's a breeze through a cemetery in the late evening, and I like it. Yeah, it's probably spirits or something. I don't know. Going through my hair. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I hate cemetery silence. I feel like something's going to happen. That's very... why it's peaceful. Yeah, the, yeah. Does that does that creep you out though on some of the headstones or not the headstones but the the plots that they have like the person's face like in black and white? It's like hold on. Is that kind I of creepy? I don't know if I've seen one. Gabby's gonna have to read that comment. You know me and Todd can't. <laughs> wait, wait, let me let me check. Wait, no, don't do it. Prima Vez <laughs> and um programmas and vivo. Me encanta. Me Vez la proxima. Vez Puebla Lamar. <laughs> that ain't no Lamar. <laughs> you suck. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. All right, let's hear it. Primera vez es un programa en vivo. Me encanta tal vez la próxima vez pueda llamar. Nailed it. I don't know what I said though. <laughs> Something about a program and 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 proximities. I don't know. Primera vez en un programa en vivo. Me encanta. Tal vez la próxima vez pueda llamar. Exactly. My first time on the live show. I loved it. Hopefully next time I can call in. Oh. Okay. I understood Primera, which is first. I was just about to say that. Programa. Programa. I'm assuming, vivo. Uh, vivo Mexico. I, I've heard that before. Welcome, <laughs> <Brooks>. <laughs> so, I, I understood three words, uh, Miguel, and I, I'm we appreciate you listening in and enjoying our show, sir. Tell them in Spanish. Tenga buen día. Yeah, tenga buen día. <laughs> tango mandeña. Tango mandeña. <laughs> <laughs> if Matt butchers it, Todd. Oh, yeah, I butcher it. Todd oh, murders it. I, 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 nuke, I nuke, he nukes it. Yeah. It's a nuclear bomb. <laughs> we hope we're not offending you, Miguel. We, we just... Yeah. We're just being funny. I can't even talk English half the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I stutter, too. So, by the way, you know, so my English ain't all that great. I'm not, I'm, 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 yeah, you're talking to Axe and Tooken. Yeah. Exactly. You, you, come on now. Come on, I, I'm getting corrected by people all the way in Florida. You know, like, and similar. Yeah, yeah. If you notice, it, it, I know, similar. School and teachers I, hate me. School teachers hate Todd. Okay, so if you listen to some of our, if you guys have listened to pretty much all of our episodes, we did an episode some while back. It probably was a year ago. And some lady from Florida, mind you, we're in California, so our, our times are different. It's like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, probably 2 o'clock in the morning over here where we are. And we get our message, our messengers connected all together. So we get our phones blowing up, and we're like, what the heck is going on? Some lady went on a rampant, rampant, uh, what do you call it, rage on how Todd uses his grammar and she's like you guys suck uh your grammar is horrible i'm an educated person i went and, to college and i went to college and there's no such word as tooken and got, you guys she got a bachelor's yeah she got a bachelor's <laughs> degree and i was just like what the heck <laughs> well she she wrote like a she wrote like one of those things you write your ex where it's like i'm okay i'm only Bruh. gonna write him a sentence or Bruh. two but then you write like, <laughs> bro, it was like three pages full. And I was just like, who the hell wakes up at five in the morning mad at a five? Three in the morning. Well, I'm saying it probably in Florida, it's like three hours 
ahead of time, right? She left her she left her address, her phone number. I'm ser- we serious. Yeah, An email. Straight up. Sonia said I confess <laughs> it was me. Dang it, Sonia. <laughs> now, I would have known it was Sonia, but that was not. Miguel says, no worries. That's why I listen. Don't change. Thank, Thank you, Miguel. You. We yeah. appreciate you. <laughs> Miguel, how long have you been listening to our show? Because you, you we haven't seen your name before. Uh well this this is his first live? No, he's at first live, but he could have been listening on the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. popping. So, how long have you been tuning into it? I'm just curious. Anybody else got a crime? Uh, I think that's it for me. I had one, but it was it's not worth reading about. What? Why? Because it doesn't really have like details. Oh. It just goes straight in. It doesn't even explain like how things happen and stuff like that. It's a good one. It's called the Eyeball Killer. Eyeball killer. Yeah, so basically this guy, um, um, let me go back. Hold on. I'll, I'll pull it up if you guys want me to read about it. Give me one second. Keep Todd would no, not me. I never the used eyeball punctuation, laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. So while I'm pulling it up, you guys have uh, anything? Give me one second. Pronunciation. <laughs> Todd would know, not me. I use okay. So basically, the eyeball killer. It's a guy named uh, Charles Frederick Albert. Um, he. Uh, ba- I'm gonna just read off of Wikipedia, just so real quick. He was uh, born in Texas, Am- Amarillo, Texas. Uh, he was dop- uh, adopted from an orphanage by Dale and Fred Albert. His adoptive mother, who was a school teacher, was very strict and overprotective of him, and she accelerated his education to help him skip two grades. Okay. Oh. Yeah. As an adult, as an adolescent, see, there's my stuttering. Uh, when he got his first gun as a teenager, Albert killed small animals with it, and his mother would help him stuff them due to his interest in becoming a taxidermist. Oh um, dear. There you go. At age 13, he was already a petty thief and arrested for aggravated assault. And at age 15, he graduated from high school and enrolled at North Texas University. He expressed an interest in training as a medical doctor and a surgeon. And he undertook pre-med training but failed to complete it. And by the age of 16, the police caught him with stolen petty cash, two handguns, and a rifle, and he spent a year in jail. After his release in jail... He attended Arkansas State Texas College and majored in pre-med studies. And after being found with stolen items, he was expelled from the college, but was but was not prosecuted. Always these slaps. Always the slaps on the wrist, man. Always. Uh, apparently, he was unfazed and he falsified uh, falsified a degree. He stole documents and forged signatures, giving himself uh, fictitious bachelor's and master's degrees. Wow. He married his college girlfriend, and they had a daughter together. And he continued to forge checks and was caught in this deception while teaching at a high school and was placed on probation. And in 1965, he and his wife uh, separated and then they finally divorced in 1974. He was then caught stealing hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise from a hardware store and received a two-year prison sentence. And he served less than six months before being released. Of course. It's always. They, it's always like that, man. They, they just serve a few times and then they say, what they say? All right. All right. No. <laughs> um, during this time, he began to befriend and gain the trust of his neighbors. He was even asked by local residents to babysit their children. 
Um, now this is part. Now this part right here, I want to get you guys' reaction and the audience to see what you guys would have done in this situation. Okay. Now okay. remember, he befriended a lot of friends and stuff. So. In 1981, while visiting some friends that he befriended, guess what the bastard did to one of their friend's uh, children? Oh, no. He raped them and killed them. Damn it, you think it's that? Yeah, I'm thinking he had to do something, at least abuse them. Oh, yeah, he abused them. He sexually molested and raped their 14-year-old daughter. Oh, jeez. While, you know, while he was at their house. Oh, God. Um, Wait, he was at their house. Mm-hmm. The parents were there. Yeah. How does he molest and rape your I child? Then you have no idea. I have no idea. They probably stepped out and went to the store or something, and she was in there all alone. Or he he said, "Hey, I got to use the bathroom." Went into the room, closed the door, did something. I don't know. That's terrible. But what the? Yeah, I wouldn't trust nobody with my kid. And I'm I'm killing him. Uh, um. He was prosecuted, pled guilty, and received, guess what? Slap on the wrist. Probation. What? I hate I hate that. Sorry. Yeah, he later claimed that he was innocent, <laughs> but had pled guilty to avoid a hassle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, he later claimed, um, no, I'm sorry. In 1984, he applied to be a leader in the Boy Scouts of America and was rejected, of course, as as they should. And in 1985 in Arkansas, uh, Charles met a woman named Dixie. I wonder if her last name was Chicks. And invited her to live with him. <laughs> Soon she was paying his bills and supporting him. He delivered newspapers in the early morning, apparently to visit prostitutes without arousing Dixie's suspicion. So now he has an interest in prostitutes. This guy. So... And uh, so here's what took place. <laughs> she said, I know a hooker named Dixie. <laughs> well, this story talks about prostitutes, and there was three of them that were murdered. And this is why he is called the Eyeball Killer. Oh, no. On December 13th, 1990, um, a Caucasian well-known street worker named Mary Lou Pratt, 33 years old, in Oak Cliff, uh Dallas was found dead wearing only a t-shirt and bra. She had been shot in the back of the head with a 44 caliber gun as well as being badly beaten. The medical examiner reported that the killer had removed both of her eyes with surgical precision and had apparently taken them with him. Took them. I'm sorry. Took them with him. Took him. Always took him. It's took him. On February 10th, 1991, uh, a couple of months later, another Caucasian uh, sex worker by the name of Susan Beth Peterson, 27, was all was found on the same street as Mary Pratt was found just outside of Texas. And she was nearly nude and had been shot three times in the top of her head, in her left breast, and in the back of her head. Oh. The medical examiners as well found that her eyes had been removed as well at this point, the uh, investigators realized they were looking for a repeater. Lightbright is guessing that he put the eyes in the taxidermy animals. You know what? That's a good one. That would be, uh, that I would wouldn't be. be surprised if he did do that. Literally a month later to the date, March 10, 1991, 
this time an African-American sex worker by the name of Shirley Williams was found dead lying near an elementary school. A waitress found Williams' new body propped up against a curb and her eyes too had been removed just like the previous two victims. She had facial bruises and a broken nose and had been shot in the face and through the top of her head. A medical examiner's field agent pulled her pulled back her eyelids and discovered that her eyes were missing as well. So, um, it jumps into the arrest and trial. It doesn't say how they found them or anything like that. Um, but it says on March 23rd, 1991, Charles Albert was arrested and charged with three counts of murder. Uh, his trial began in uh, December 13, 1991. The evidence was mostly circumstantial. And on December 18th, 1991, guess what the jury deliberated? Uh, all eyes were on him. You know what, man? Oh, my God. You know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. He's all, yeah. I got a song for you guys. All, all eyes, eyes on, on me. me. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. He gave Tupac inspiration. Nah, um, Dad joke of the day. Dad joke. On uh, the jury deliberated and found him guilty only of one of the murders. What? Which was they Shirley were all the Williams. Same. I know. I know. <laughs> Maybe there's another eyeball killer yeah, out there. How? I know. Uh, during the trial, a hair comparison expert testified hairs found at the Williams murder match Albert's hair, and later DNA testing indicated the hairs were from a dog. Mm. He's a dog. What? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he is a dog. So, uh... What the heck? Eventually, uh... So, he stayed in jail, served life, and in... And actually, he recently, uh, in the year of 2020 of August, uh, Albert was found dead in the West Texas Regional Medical Facility in uh, Lubbock, Texas. They didn't say how he died. Um, it, like I said, it was a short story. In Lubbock? Lubbock. What yeah. is that, Lubbock? No, I mean, because, like, Lubbock has, uh, I forget what the name of the jail is over there, but they they uh, they they don't mess around over there. There's... What did he look like? Who? That killer. Albert? White guy. Yeah, it's pretty like, ordinary. Ordinary. Pro COVID probably got him. You know what? Could have. Yeah, could have. Could have. Doesn't he say. looks like I wouldn't trust him. Yeah. The ghost that haunts my house, name, his name is Albert. What? You have a ghost that haunts your Do house? Do tell. Light Talk break. about that, Lightbright. Call in. Yes, call in. You guys, go to the right where it says call in. You can speak. Yeah. And just call in. You can talk to us. Indeed. I love that word, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Yeah, so. We, uh, if you want to write about it. Right, we could read it. Yeah, that, yeah, or just hit the speaker button. You can get right in. Yeah. Let me join the bong real quick, and I'll call. Let me. Huh? She's gonna hit the bong real quick. Oh. <laughs> Gabby, the, uh, well, I don't understand that. She, she, she's uh. <laughs> I look she's, lost. I know. She's <laughs> like, huh? What is a bong? <laughs> Gabby, she playing was very, a musical Gabby was very innocent growing up. Let's just feel like that. Is guy. she playing a musical instrument? <laughs> weed, Gabby, weed. She's uh, she's on cloud nine right now. She, <laughs> she's going to play the bongos? <laughs> <laughs> Cookies, remember the crocodile. 
Look, can't blame Gabby. She grew up innocent. You know, me and Todd on the I other hand. I didn't hand. do anything growing up. Yeah. Anything. I think okay. the most the most she's criminal crime she did was TPing someone's I'm car. I'm one of those house. girls that married a virgin. <laughs> she's like, listen, all I did was chop off wangs <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> What's the most you've done? Wrong. Wait, she TP'd somebody's car and uh in house with <laughs> okay, tissues. Okay, to our friends though. We would TP their cars, write like notes. They knew it was that's her criminal history. She, she was innocent. Wow. That me and Todd, me and Todd on the other hand, though. We, yeah. have, we have some unspeakable. We've had some again. unspeakable. <laughs> I did try to me. smoke once. Oh, man. And I was drinking and never it, again. It was done more than that. <laughs> it was it was one of those bubblegum cigarettes, you know, <laughs> that, that you blow into it and the sugar smoke comes out. That's what that was. That's because my middle sister was bad and she had a pack of cigarettes. Oh, there you go. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Hold on. Get invite. Here we go. Oh, what happened? Call again? I went to click, Did you it, click it. No, I didn't click it. Oh. It disappeared. It disappeared. Yeah. Call it again. Uh, there okay, you go. There you go. What's up, y'all? Hello, hello. Hey, what's going on, Light Bright? Not a lot. Same stuff, different day. There you go. There you go. So tell us about this uh, ghost that's haunting you. Let's hear about that. Well, I mean, there's. He's not scary. Um, but he, in fact, my house has had multiple spirits in it on a pretty regular basis, but Albert was actually the original owner, person who had this house built that him and his wife, they raised their kids here. Um, and I'm the second owner of this house, but, um, I, I can see him like physically describe him and my neighbor um well my old neighbor before she died we were really close and i was telling her about um the ghosts that i see in my house all the time and i described them to her and she was like oh that's albert that's albert because they were neighbors for almost 40 years yo and mine was second and she was like that's definitely albert and albert just like chills in the mudroom or in the kitchen um but mostly he stays in front of the patio doors startles me sometimes but he's harmless is the is is the ghost fat no it's tall and slender wears glasses silver hair Mm, because you know his name is albert so his name is albert hey 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 you know what i'm saying no no must be kids either I ain't gonna lie, and you let me see something. I mean, just to know that you can live like that and you're so calm about it, that's shocking. Well, there's one spirit that, or entity, whatever the hell it was, that was in my house for some time. I was not so calm about it, and it was something everybody recognized the energy that was in the house. Like, nobody went to the bedrooms at the end of the hallway. Like my kids, we made a big pallet in the living room floor and that's where we slept. We had to go down the hallway. We went to the bathroom to go to the bathroom. That was it. We didn't sleep in the bedrooms for a long time. And finally, do what? How could you stay in that house? Well, um, I finally just one night I called up um the pastor who married me and my husband we were a member of their church for a very long time i was like pastor vaughn look 
you have to come over. It was two in the morning, but he answered the phone. Pastor Vaughn, you have to get over here. There's something in my house. I need you to come and pray this shit up out of here. I didn't say shit, but I said, I need you to come and pray this up out of here. So him and his wife, they, they did two in the morning. They came over here with the blessed oil and everything. And we prayed it up out of here. I thought you had Albert evict the, the entity. Like say, hey, you know, you lived here before, evict this person. <laughs> I think Albert's probably like passive, like he's really is submissive. Yeah, he he's would like, just, you got this he one. Would be a bitch and just listen, you know. <laughs> he's all pray that shit out of here, man. <laughs> right, but you my daughter, she, when all this was going on, my daughter, uh, my oldest daughter was in first grade, and she had never wet the bed. She was not born with epilepsy. But I really, I can't tell the doctor that I think that's what had caused her seizures. Mm -hmm. But that's what I was thinking. They could not, they did a lot of simulations to see, you know, if they could simulate a trigger. And every, not one of them triggered her seizures. She just, they never figured it out. They say she grew out of it, but she started having them right at that time when that entity was in this house. I would That's think the creepy. same thing. Yeah, I would think the same thing, too. Because, you know, they can't enter entire in, inside of you. And your kids can see Albert as well. Like, I, has he just become a part of your life? Yeah, he has just become a part of my life. I do have one daughter, my second oldest daughter. I have four kids. So okay. my second, three girls, one boy. But the second oldest daughter, um, she also, she can see him. And I was telling someone, I think on Podbean, about Albert and she was like oh you see him too and I was like yeah um when she was four she pointed at a random corner leaving the store a bad thing happened and a girl died there mm. you know so I didn't want to make it a game and try to pull stuff out of her I just really listen closely when she's speaking but she sees she sees stuff too mm. wow. wow that that's uh that's creepy. That's heavy. That's heavy. <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot to unload on y'all. No, 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 no. no. We, like, was... we like to hear these. Yeah, things. we like to hear. We like to have fan interaction, and you know, for you to call in and give us your story. That's actually pretty cool. So, but dang, that's. Well, maybe when my mom finally tells her alien story, maybe um, y'all be able to catch my show that day, whenever oh. that is. I've been waiting. She told me when I was 16, she would tell me 16. She didn't tell me or 18 or 21 or 30. I'm still waiting to hear this damn story. I want to hear the story. You're going to make a podcast out of it. Yes. Um, the, even just the little, I asked her, um, about me not being totally human. I was like, is that what happened? Mom? Um, you were abducted and, and I'm not totally human. I'm a hybrid. And there was a pause, a very long pause. But even just that one little snippet about aliens in her story, um, it's gotten a lot of clicks. You know what? I've always said there's aliens out there. And there are. Might be, you might be have proven me right. You might have been taken one day. True. I think my mom was. And she said, well, I'm, you're going to have to give me some drinks. Um, before I can tell this story and like she started sweating just thinking about telling that story made her sweat dang are you serious 
I'm serious. Well, we gonna have to hear that story one day, and when your mom is ready to tell you, you gonna have to let us know where you can find us, or you can even do it live. Send the sure. link. Yeah, send the link, or you can do it live here, or however. Because uh, I'll be doing it live for sure. Okay, well, let us know when you're doing it, because we want to hear that one. I sure will. Thanks for having me up, y'all. All right, thanks for Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Have a good one. That's crazy, but the story, I mean, if you see somebody, like, in your hallway, the whole, like, you know. Um, No, and you know what's crazy? Like, I've had those feelings. I don't know. You just cold chill in your in your in your body when you walk into a room or you walk in somewhere and you can feel your body like gets chills and you know like okay something's here and I, I felt that so I you know I do believe that you can sense or feel a spirit or something in the room because you I don't know if you ever. And oh yeah, felt like that cold chill, or your body gets a chill, and you're like, okay, something's well, not right. Well, like I told you about that story, like where we were in the house and the air was thick. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like you, you could walk through it, and it felt like you're slicing. You could, you know, it felt like you could slice it like a, you know, like a warm butter or something. Like the the the, the air was like super thick. It's like not normal. Mm-hmm. And like Sonia put that one, but the hospital Civil War. There's one in um, Southgate where they used to take. Um, war veterans in the 40s um and and like people you know they had to either amputate stuff and 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 uh or, or just they were they were they were insane or they had ptsd or they had problems all kinds of like it was like rehab facility i remember when we were in high school we walked through there and we heard stuff moving and it's like there's these buildings are boarded up we broke yeah. into those buildings just to screw around and do we heard stuff moving and yeah. voices are like get the hell out of yeah, here yeah man, man. And, and, and it's real like you know whether you believe in demons spirits or whatever you, we know what's behind it and I, I never told nobody the story and I'm probably going to tell you guys for the first time and I never told you about this uh, babe but um, right when my dad died uh, a couple of years ago two years ago um, uh, this month um, I went to my mom's house it was a few months after I went to my mom's house and nobody was home and it was pitch dark because I don't know why my mom just turns off all the lights all of a sudden now, but it was pitch dark and the outside light was not on. So I go inside the house and where I used to live with my, my parents, my, my room was right next to, was in, uh, on the right of my parents' room. And then I walked into the house and as it's pitch dark, I'm not afraid of the dark or anything, but I felt something. And I was just like, what the heck? I walked in between the room. So there's a gap. So in between my parents and my room, there's a restroom. And I couldn't look inside my dad's, my, my parents' room. I felt something. And I felt a cold chill. And I was like, no, I can't look in there. Something, something's, something's there that I don't want to see. And I just went into my room, turned the light on, and... The, the, their door was open. Their door was open. I just could not look inside there. I couldn't look in there because I felt something, and I was like, "No, nah, I can't. I can't do it." And it was it was creepy. It, I, and I'm not a type of guy that's like scared of mostly anything. You know, I'm I'm I walk into a, a house with a dog and be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know. But at that moment, I felt like 
like vulnerable. Like I can't, I can't look in there. So I'm not ready yet. Like unsafe. I felt like something. I was going to see something that I didn't want to see, or something was going to. I don't know. I don't have that mentality. I don't think, well, I could walk in a house with a dog, so why not with a spirit? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no like, I couldn't look in the room. I'll walk in there right, right? And I'll yeah. leave. You know? I, I just couldn't. I don't know if I would have felt something or saw, like, an image of my dad or felt like I saw something. You know what I'm saying? I just couldn't do it. But, yeah, that was, uh, it creeped me out. So I just, uh, I turned on all the lights and was just like, okay, well, you know. Whatever's here is here. Yeah. All right. Yep. But um, reading the comments, uh, Sonia said, my aunt's house was a hospital in the Civil War. That was nuts. That's crazy. And she agreed with me as far as, like, you can feel the spirit. And Lightbright says, I know when my dad's spirit is visiting me. That's crazy. Um, Sonia said, we had a weird stuff all the time in that house. Like what, Sonia? That's why when there when there are murders and, and homicides and stuff like that, for the most part, especially with serial killers, they tear mm-hmm. down the house. They mm-hmm. don't they don't want first off the public coming around as much, and they don't want you know there could be bad vibes, spirits to take over when and murders in the house because I mean, that stuff happens when we went to go check on uh, the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. That dude had a sign on, that took over the the you know uh, his house, the new owner. He was like, man, stay away from my house. You know, don't film here. Like, he had all kinds of signs. No parking. <laughs> it's like, don't answer the door. Bro. I wouldn't even want to own a house that was owned by a serial killer. Not for yeah. the fact that I'm scared of anything, but for the fact that people will come to that house. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Time. Like, yeah. all the time. I, I wouldn't want that attention. True story. Gabby will attest to this because it happened to her. What's going on, Roselle Jans Van Resenberg? How you doing? I hope I said your name right. True story. At my old elementary school, my elementary school was over 100 years old, and they used to have those underground basements. That's how old it was. Oh, at your school? At my school. And she's, she's, she, knows what I'm talk- she knows where I'm getting at. I came to work on a Saturday, and it was nobody there except for some maintenance worker. Was it a Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a Saturday. Sonia wants to call in. Oh, let's let Sonia call in first. Hold on. Oh, it went away. Call it again, Sonia. We have to answer it quick. And it doesn't give you much time. Yeah, it don't give you much time to call it again, Sonia. So that way we can get you in. If you if you want to call it. What's going on, Jen? Um. Oh, there we go. Okay. You there? Are you there, Sonia? No. Is it connected? No. Disconnected. Nope, disconnected. Okay. We'll try again, Sonia, if you want to. Okay. So okay, there she is. Sonia, can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. What's going on, Sonia? Welcome in. Okay. Now, this house my aunt lived in was a hospital in the Civil War. And we had the crazy stuff happen. Hmm. She had two kids. Okay. When she was pregnant with one of them, this old house had really narrow, you know, how the houses were built back then. Like it was a back staircase. Uh-huh. She missed the step when she was like nine months pregnant and she felt someone catch her and upright her. Oh. And then one we would go Christmas Eve and help, you know, with the toys, because a lot mm-hmm. of times the toys were kept at my house. Mm-hmm. We my nephew, I mean my cousin, had this little robot she had gotten. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Now, we had just taken this stuff out of the boxes. No batteries had been put in anything. And this robot got up, walked across the room by itself. Shut we up. checked no batteries in it. It had a thing where you could put, like, oil in it. Smoke would come out of the top of its head. We hadn't even done that. Smoke was coming out of its head. And it just walked across the room. What? Y'all, I'm throwing that toy out. One battery in it. She had gotten her daughter one of those big dolls that would talk. Uh Uh-huh. And so we put that under the tree. The doll's head turns and looks at us, and it says, Feed me, Mommy. Feed me. Again, no batteries have been put in that doll yet. The doll was on the off position. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, that reminds me of Toy Story when 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 uh, Woody turns around to Andy and says, or uh, um, Sid and says, "Now play nice." Remember that part? Yeah, I would have thrown him as far as I can throw. Threw him? I would have thrown him. <laughs> threw him. I one of my mom's friend, uh, she was obsessed with those porcelain dolls, oh, like no. the baby dolls. Oh, no. And you walk now, into the room. Yeah, you walk into a room. She had like a, at least two hundred of them, like oh, just it, one room for them alone. Uh-uh. And I swear to God, all of them looked at you at the same time when you <laughs> walked in. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, so what did you guys do with the toys? We gave them to the kids. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, I'm saving on batteries. They they were not coming back to my house. <laughs> hey, but 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 real talk though, like if. Uh, you said who was it the one that had those nine months pregnant? My aunt. Your aunt. Okay, so your aunt though, like coming to the stairs or whatever, like I mean that's got to be a good entity or whatever like that because I mean other other ones we've heard about they probably oh, yeah. down the stairs. Oh heck yeah. You know. Yeah. Just... Now we had uh, she had a real good friend of theirs that was uh, living with them for a while, a couple, and the man woke up and looked at the side of his bed and he was like, Stella, why are you up? And she didn't say anything. And he rolled over and Stella was in bed with him. Mm. But he swears that ghost looked just like his wife. Mm. And then later on, we had found an old photo album. The house belonged to my aunt's husband. It had been in his family for years. We found an old photo album and was through it, and there was a person that looked just like this woman. Oh, mm-mm. Looked just like the guy's wife. That is creepy as funk. Uh. But I will say it was a good house to play pranks on people. I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. Shoot. Damn. Because... They had a couch that sat right in front of the window. And in the summer, they'd had the windows up, didn't have screens on it. And I came in one day and stuck my hand through the window and laid it on one of our friend's shoulder. This dude was like 400 pounds, and he jumped over the coffee table and went out the back door before we could even tell him it was me. (laughs) I would have loved to see that one. (laughs) He was gone. I believe it. That would have been me. I'll play that mess. Wow. We went anyway, from- that was just a few things that happened in that house. Wow. Now that, that that's I'm, crazy. I'm telling you, like that one always gets me. That the the one where you walk by, um, and there was one in Downey. It was a um, what is it called? It, it, 
sort of like a devil worshippers, like not devil worshipper, but like demon music, like like they play like the hardcore music or whatever oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And 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 then they had like different figurines. It was pretty crazy. And um, my uh, brother in law at the time wanted to go in there, and I'm like, nah, that's not. And he's he's like, come on, man. He's always like looking at crazy stuff. So he's like, let's, let's check it out. We walked in there. It was the same thing, man. You could like it was a cold day outside, and it was hot as hell in there. Like, super hot, air was thick, and the guy that was at the catch register, like, you had another guy, like, talking to somebody else on the side. They were, like, looking at stuff. They were all tatted up here, stuff. And this is years ago before all that oh. stuff became, like, you know. The norm. Yeah, and, and the guy at the register, no lie, looked fake because you could, like, look into his soul through his <clears throat> eyes. His eyes looked dead at you, and they were, he just sat there, like, looking at the cat, like, looking right at you. His eye, he never blinked. It was scary as shit, and I looked at Tony. I'm like, "All right, bro, I'm gonna be outside. You, <laughs> you can you can browse around. I'll be outside, man." You know what happened at Disneyland? Did we tell you about it? Uh, oh yeah. So we went with my sis, right? That's my best friend. We go to Disneyland. We've heard a lot of stories about Disneyland. Yeah, People, yeah. You know the workers there saying their stories. We're walking. We were headed to the Star Wars. So where were we walking through that side where the um... by the um, by uh, gold uh, big thunder mountain? Yeah, so we were on that side and we're heading to Star Wars. At, I don't know why I got this feeling I'm being stared at out of nowhere. This is creepy. And where we're headed, it's a huge crowd. It's packed. We're all trying to pass mm. each other. My focus, my eyes went straight to a little boy that was walking in our direction because that child was looking at me dead in the eyes. Dead, like, like He's just zombie. walking, arms zombie. down, straight. Yeah, like really zombie, just walking, looking at me like this. Oh. Walking toward me, literally toward me. He wasn't going to move anywhere. Because I, I was in front of her. I saw the little boy, and he was looking past me. And she was behind me, so he was looking past me. So I kind of maneuvered, like, oh, yo, whose kid is this? And he was with nobody. It was just this child walking It was walking just a little alone. child walking Everybody alone. Everybody in their groups kept, you know, you're a family, so you watch your kids. Mm -hmm. He's just staring at me. So I... And there, there's but, a... Huh? There's a name for that. Children of... What, what do they call them? There's a name for that? Yeah. A lot of people see children like that. Supposedly, they will like come knock at your door in the middle of the night oh, and yeah. they've got really dark black eyes oh, and they'll yeah, say, he he we need eyes. help but if you let them in something bad will happen to you oh yeah no. i don't know he did have this like really dead stare it was stare. really weird i just had like a really ugly feeling about him but because i saw he wasn't moving i moved to the side right uh -huh. he passed me like he was gonna go through me yeah and he would just not, even the moment he got close to me and as he passed me, he's still looking at me like this. No. Mm -hmm. And so I went like this, like, what the? And I looked at my sis because she was already watching mm -hmm. and she could see him walking toward me. And she was like, what is he doing? Just as I looked at her as he passed me, I was like, what the? And I turned around, gone. He's gone. Wow. She's like, I don't know where he went. The black-eyed kid. It looked like he was going to run into you. She's yep. like, I don't know where he went. Same with me. He so was I was like, what the heck was that? They're called the black-eyed kids. I don't know. Yep. Mm. So I that thought, stuff is real. I thought you guys were going to say Children of the Corn. No, I just... Oh, you remember that movie? <laughs> that was so creepy. Dang. No, yeah. That... Well, Gabby, if you're ever in Virginia, let me know. 
and I will take you to some cemeteries. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all the fierce five. Y'all gonna y'all gonna have or out or we can go to the battlefields in Yorktown. You can hear wow. the cannons go I've off in the middle of the night. Of stories about Yorktown. Yeah. Yes. I will keep you posted if I'm out there. <laughs> hey, anytime. So, uh, All right, y'all have a good day. Yep. Thank you, Sonia, for calling you. in. Thank you. Okay. All right, oh, we got a couple of callers calling in. That yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah. I want to wrap this one up. Pollard777, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, yes, so we hit that two-hour mark. Today we spent an extra hour due to the fact that last weekend, due to unforeseen occurrences of the Edison's, uh, we couldn't go live. <laughs> the family of Edison. The family of Edison. Uh, so we 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 did a two hour uh, live for you guys. Normally it's an hour, but we wanted to extend it. So and we got some new listeners. So thank you guys for who are new listening in, and for those joining in live for the first time, we thank you so much. But we gotta go. We got things to do and people to see and time to feed the bellies. That part. <laughs> yeah, I've not had coffee yet. It's 11 already. I'm, I, I'm yeah. feeling it. Yeah. Angel Ferreretti, thank you for liking the show. Sonia, thank you for liking the show. Yo, Matt, watch out for Sonia. Sounds like she's wanting some Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are both me. Took I know, me. man. I, cookies debate. Yes, you do, Cookie Smith. <laughs> yes, you do. Them delicious cookies. <laughs> I said cookies. Them the co- delicious cookies. She's took into the cookie. Whatever She's took into the cookie. Whatever was in the cookie of the granny true crimes, you need to make a bunch of those. Yes. I don't know what you did, Cookie Smith, but that, that cookie. One was the best right. one. Every time she talks about that cookie, she starts scratching her neck like Dave Chappelle. Cookie, hey, cookie, cookie. You got any more of them cookies? <laughs> I started listening to y'all's post, posted episode and was happy to catch y'all live. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you, Light Bright. We appreciate you. And thank you for calling in. We love to hear you guys call in because we want to get, we want to, Keep you guys interacting with us. Yeah, I'm still waiting for someone from the UK. So let's see. She's been waiting for like for the past two months. Yep. So, uh, but for those who are new listening to us, uh, just type in "grinding two crimes" on your social media platforms such as Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook. We got to get more onto that. Yeah. Uh, Anywhere you listen to your podcast, just type in "grinding two crimes." Even outside of the US, we're on uh, Radio Public, uh, uh, Pocket Chaser, and all that, all that good stuff. So we're all we're there. I can't run down all of them by heart, but my boo is from the UK. I'll have him call in sometime. Oh, yeah. does he have that a- accent? He has to have he that accent. Have, yeah. He has to sound like Mr. Darcy. Or Mr. Bingley. <laughs> so uh, with all that being said, we're going to sign off. Uh, like I said, he does have that accent. Tell him next. So we go live every last Sunday of the month, but due to listeners' request and due to... Uh, availability we're going to try to do two lives a month um so um listen uh, we'll announce every time uh, we're going to go live so we always go live on the last sunday of the month the second the first uh the other live will will announce when we're going to go live but it's always on sundays so stay tuned um thank you always have fun thank you cookie smith and uh he lives there oh wow he lives there uh, thank you, Chungi, uh, for liking the show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in. This has been another live yes. with Grinding to Crime. I am Maddie Matt, along with Gabby Gab and Judge Fox. And we are out of here. Until next time. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> Y'all come back now you're here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>